Yeah, it's Buku One here. One thing I know, every good podcast deserves its own theme song. Oh, for sure. And this one most definitely deserves its own theme song. We changing the game on the name, put respect. Uncle Dad talks, yeah, live and direct. What did you expect from the two fly guys? One love Kevin Smith, one or more is Golden Eye. Mike's the level-headed, baby gave edits. Uncle Dad gets nervous all the time, but to his credit, he's clever. Spring stuff on Mike on a daily. can mangle up a name amazingly. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and with me as always is the ever-so-handsome Mike Hampton. Mike, what's up? Hello, hello, here we are. At a con again. Another another day, another con. Isn't man? I feel like that's the wrong thing to say during COVID times. It's well, it's just what we're doing. <laughs> I guess I guess so. Uh, yeah, we are live at the Stockton Con 2022 Winter. 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 Winter is here. Winter has arrived. Uh, yeah, you know this is going to be a different episode than the uh, New Orleans one. A little bit more condensed and one part, not two parts. And you're not going to eat any gum this time. Thank God. But you're going to eat 80 cereal if I find it. Hey, what is it? 80s cereal? Yeah, you might find it in there. I've seen some, uh, some ladies uh, on the right wall selling a bunch of old shit, so maybe they have... Oh, so you're going to have to try that tonight. Yeah. No? <laughs> What's that? You, no, yes, you will, or... I mean, I'll try it. For the love of the show? I mean, I, might, I probably won't ingest it, but I'll, you should put, definitely it, not ingest I'll put it, it. in my mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you now? Just a tip? <laughs> well, yeah. There's no tip. <laughs> yeah, just like the tip with a spoon. Ah, no spoon. No spoon? Oh, you're just going to go all in. Just throw it in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mike, you're actually here working, so we're hanging yeah. out with you. <clears throat> I am at a booth today. How's that feel? Because last time you weren't at a booth, now you're back at the booth. Yeah. Does this feel more like home? This feels more like what I do. Yeah? Yeah. But it was nice having that break, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't also don't do conventions as much as I used to, so, um, I, yeah, either way, it's been... It's been a great experience, and I'm fulfilled. Fulfilled? Yes. Fulfilled. Huh? Fulfilled. Fulfilled. Yeah, so last time when we talked, fulfilled. there was no, um, there was, we were talking about the Saints game, and I think we know what happened there. Yeah, we they know won. what happened. They, they won. Did. They won. They did but, what they had to do. But tell them, tell them what's going on now. What? Is this what you really <laughs> want to do to me? You motherfucker. Hey. Always busting my balls. <laughs> Out of love? I, there's no love. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking 49ers won, and the Saints are not in the playoffs. So now that means my team has a chance. Yeah, your team. It's your team, what? too. No. No, it isn't. <laughs> Never. No, it's not. Well, I guess I'll, I'll stop I'll stop it. I'll stop. Now let's talk about the excitement of the con. We're going to try to talk to some guests. I actually want to talk, I want to, talk to Greg Eagles really bad. Uh, Greg Eagles is the voice of um, Grimm from uh, The Adventures of Grimm and Mandy. Do you remember that show? No. It was an animated show on Cartoon Network, really fun, uh, really popular at one point. Hopefully we can talk to him. I want to talk to some of the creators as well, like the comic creators. Uh, yeah, do you have any guests you want me to try to go for? Yeah, um, I don't even really know who's here. <laughs> but try. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even really looked at who's, uh, who's here as a guest. Um, I see some cool comic book artists across the way. Justin Greenwood. Justin uh, Greenwood. Uh, Ramon Villar- Villaramos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Ramon. Ramon's a homie. Yeah. Chris Marinan's over here. Cool. Look at that, man. And then um, you got Mike Hampton here. And we got Mike Hampton here. But oh, we but talk to me all the time. Do we? <laughs> yeah. I think we should have Mike back on as like an actual guest. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Maybe I'll interview myself. Oh, yeah, that'd be for Patreon, right? You talk to yourself <laughs> and just talk shit about me the entire time. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Off mic, though. Off mic. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. Good man. Well, without further ado, guys, we're going to go explore the con, see what's going on, and we'll be right back after this break. From the two fly guys, one love Kevin Smith, one of more is Golden Eye. Mike's the level headed. Hey everyone, Baby Gabe here. Just to let you know, a quick correction about this week's sponsor. Uh, unfortunately, Uncle Dad's age is getting to him, uh, so Uncle Dad does his Uncle Dad thing. Uh, the name of this week's sponsor is Tabula Sono. Okay, I'm gonna send you to him. Oh man, what, Mike? What's going on? Huh? What's going on, Mike? I'm just frustrated over here. With what? Well, I just, I wish there was a platform that I could use to build my D&D environment for gaming. First off, Mike, are you telling what? me you're a D&D gamer now? Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into it I'm trying so I can relate to you more. One, I appreciate that dearly. But here's the best part. I actually know of something that will help you out immensely. Wait, what? Yeah. It's, it's from our friends Tabula, Tabula Sono. Do you remember them? I do remember them. So Tabula Sono offers a free online 3D virtual tabletop. And the best part is you need no experience at all. Very little experience to making what you need. Well, it's perfect because I have absolutely zero experience. So let's say you want to have a classic tabletop adventure with your friends and you're sitting around, right, in your dinner table or your local game store. And you used to have yep. to use a whiteboard marker or little little toys that are bad for the environment. Well, guess what, Mike? We could take all mm. that away and use this 100% digital platform that keeps everything stored for you online. Really? Yeah. Wait, it's a so you can, can you build your own world in there? You can literally build the entire world the way you want. You want to create, instead of getting your marker and writing lines, boring lines on a 2D platform, build a yeah. 3D environment with 3D figures so your whole, all your friends can play. Really? Yeah. So you can make your own custom environment from, from nothing? Or like, how does it work? From nothing, literally. So what's really great about this whole entire product is that it comes preloaded with a library of hundreds of free miniatures uh, also, you get different environments you can use. So one of the biggest things about it is that you can actually use your imagination and design like a, a, a very basic map and then fill in all the blanks that you want. So, Mike, you're frustrated, I know, but you yeah. are an artist. So what better way than let you create digital art in a game format? Well, I mean, it's exciting because, you know, now I feel like I can do this remotely anywhere from on the road to at home, right? Absolutely. You need no downloads, no installs, just a link. And let's be honest, Mike, how much do we hate it when we have to sign up for something in order to use it? Well, yeah, you have to sign up for everything nowadays. If nope, I want to buy just, a ticket to a, to a basketball game, I got to sign up for a, an app. But guess what? All you need is a link. If, I, if you huh. want to play with me and everybody else, just send us the link. We can join your game and that's it. Okay, wait. So I can be at home on my computer. I click on the link. Nothing's saved in my computer, taking up space. And then if I want you to play, I just send you the link, and now we're playing together? That's it. Wow. And then, okay. you, I mean, so, obviously, we can talk it out, but yeah. That's fun. I mean, it's like, it, it, I, I feel like this might be the way in for me. Well, Mike, before you get too excited, we got to support it. 
And let me tell you how we support it. On February 1st, they're going to launch their Kickstarter. Now, all you got to do, man, all you got to do is go to tabulosono.com forward slash Uncle Dad. That's T-A-B-U-L-A-S-O-N-O.com forward slash Uncle Dad. And what that does is it gets you all the notifications you need for when the Kickstarter launches. Then pick a, pick a tier, give them some great money to make this product, which is free, mind you. But the more you can give, give and support them with, you'll get more extra goodies. I mean, that sounds like a win-win if you ask me, Mike. Well, hopefully I win in the game. Well, are you, are then you it'll be play a, as a then, player? Then, well, then it'll be a win-win-win. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a triple win. Yeah, yeah it's a triple win. So, um, so, okay, so what you're saying is there is something that exists, almost. We just need to support it, and we can do that by going on to the Kickstarter. That's right, and the way you get notified for that Kickstarter is tabulasono.com, and that's T-A-B-U-L-A-S-O-N-O.com, forward slash Uncle Dad. Mike, you better sign up right now. I'm going to sign up. Hell Yeah. Amazingly, the range of events and topics makes it hard to stop listening. So why even attempt it? From fighting. All right, everybody, Uncle Dad here with, honestly, somebody who I've been very excited to see their growth in what they're doing in the comic book world and also in the world of comics in the Central Valley, I guess you would say. Absolutely. Uh, let's give it up for Brent from Impound. What's, What's up, that? Brent? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, brother. Thank you. So just tell my audience about your book first, like about Impound, actually, in general. So... Our whole universe is now called the Impound Universe. Originally, it was only supposed to be about him, who is our flagship character. Um, he is an MMA fighter. He is from the city of Sacramento, and it shows his, his growth or controversy that turns him into Sacramento's first superhero. With that, other characters started spinning on, the, on themselves, and it became a whole bigger picture from just him, which it was originally supposed to be. This character, Seraph, is in this book. People loved his look, so I gave him a backstory. We had some sort of metal with our main villain, so I had to give that an outer space journey. Now we have live action, I mean, excuse me, a live action movie trailer we're releasing. Yes. 3D printed action figures that we paint ourselves, a whole store right in front of the Sacramento Kings Arena. And uh, we're just growing the universe one book at a time. So I wanted to ask about the store. I think the store is fascinating because it's it's impound everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's so... very rare for a comic book to have like Absolutely. its own store. And yeah. Where did that concept kind of come from? Um, the, the opportunity came from the, the, the Sacramento Kings and Doko area. They, so it was really their idea, not mine. Wow. Um, the whole concept of being Sac's first superhero was something that they were very interested in. Um, I would have probably never did a store if they didn't ask me to. Yeah, because in today's world, that can be very tricky, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they gave me an opportunity of a lifetime, so it was just more... Uh, stepping up to the plate so now the store has definitely uh slingshotted our company um, um by miles light years faster than it would have been if we didn't for reasons of if you're now like a sacramento kings fan yeah. they're automatically an impound fan um and it just got us more organized gave us more of a purpose in and taking this from a hobby into an actual company but see, and I, and, I, and I love that because it's all, you know, when you when you create a comic book, so very few people are, are lucky like that to have that opportunity given to them, right? Yeah. And um, I think 
what you're kind of creating is almost like an experiential comic book. Exactly. And I think that's very rare. I, I, I really commend well, you for that, man. Well, I, I wouldn't even have did a store if it was in another part of Sacramento. Where, where we're at, yeah. it's become more of like a, a, a comic book series, um, almost like a landmark for comic creators to go to, if you're, or comic lovers to go visit if yeah. you're in Sacramento. Uh, it's partially like a museum. We have one of one, tons of stuff. And like you said, it's it's become more of an experience. It's not just going to a comic book store. See, that's that's so cool, man. And then on, on the subject of experiences, you have a con coming up. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. So it's called Comic Verse Sacramento. You can also take one if you like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and uh, here it is. We uh, first started with Walter E. Jones as we as we started uh, promoting, added more people to the roster. Uh, it's February twenty seventh. Uh, 2022 at the Grand Ballroom in Sacramento. That's awesome, man. We're going to have you on again later on to kind of really talk about everything impound more in depth and stuff. It's been a pleasure. I've been looking to get to talk to you, man. So thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate, it. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Uncle Dad here with another special guest who's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, he was here at the last Stockton Con. Uh, give it up, everybody, for the unknown uncle. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how does it feel to be back as the unknown uncle? Uh, I've, I've found myself. <laughs> you found yourself? You so found your unknown, unknown self? I found my unknown self. I've, um, uh, I, yeah. know, I know who I am now. So I just wanted to give you a huge thank you, Matt. You're running sound this time, so we yeah, appreciate it. I'm okay with that. Uh, I want to also tell you, uh, you were there listening to our last conversation with Impound. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the whole Impound phenomenon? Uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing. Uh, I've been aware of Impound a little bit myself uh, through cons and stuff for the past uh, three, four months. And I'm happy to see uh, him grow. And I'm happy to hear about that con. I like seeing that the city of Sacramento is being active in promoting local artists, uh, especially artists of uh, color. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I wish the best for the guy. And uh, I think his uh, story is uh, good. I'm, I'm, I haven't actually read the comic book, but I know a bit of the story. And uh, it makes me want to sit down and uh, take some time to read it. You should. You should. I think um, what I find exciting is that this is a, 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 he has like the dream, man. Like somebody, you make your own original character and then boom. The right. city picks yeah. it up. The city wants to help you. Like, that's a comic book. An indie comic person's like fantasy right there. Right, right. That's what you want. You want to be able to uh, be uh, rewarded for your hard work. For sure. And, and then, you know, diversity is always a big part of it. So, right. like, being able to say the city recognizes that and right. they want to help that, you with They're making that. the effort to not just, uh, to be inclusive, to be, include everyone in there. And, and you know, uh, it's good to see if they're willing to make that effort. Absolutely. I think what I'm excited too is that his con he's going to have. Do you think you're going to try to make it or? Uh, I might. I, yeah. I forget that's the 27th. 27th of February. I don't know what day of the week oh. that is though, but. Um, <laughs> probably a weekend. <laughs> no, uh, I would imagine it's probably a Friday or Saturday. Yeah, probably, no, I think it's going to be a, I, think it's, I mean, I don't know. It's the Lord's Day? It's the Lord's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Lord's Day. It's Saturday, you know, the Sabbath. I can't. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Know, it's like, you know, I got to be a synagogue that won't. Yeah, uh, Walter, Walter Jones is going to be there, which is exciting. He's the Black Power yeah. Ranger. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. see that. And, uh, uh, yeah, too bad. He should try to get Johnny Young Bosch, who was the Blue Power Ranger. But he's always in Sacramento. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying. <laughs> so, I mean, I know they're different. They were different incarnations. Like I think, uh, Johnny was the blue, second Blue Power Ranger. Well, and Walter was the first Black Power Ranger. But uh, it'd be great for them to. Um, it'd be cool just to have that. I mean, well, Power Rangers in general, I think they're such big wins when they're at cons because they're just so. Yeah, there's one. There's one here. There's like two here, no? Uh, I just one I'm aware okay. of. I don't know. If oh, we could try. Oh, yeah, the the robot, the the. What's the robot from Power Rangers? The uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh god. Phil? No, not Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking about is the Buck Rogers Tweaky from Buck Rogers um, show. 
date beta beta max <laughs> i think you're alpha think beta alpha beta beta alpha alpha beta, something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think you're right i think you're right yeah we'll see if we can talk to her maybe, maybe we have time we can talk to her I think it was alpha beta then she can make fun of us for not knowing the right name we'll just call her like i said we'll go really old buck rogers and call her tweaky <laughs> That's a that's a reference, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. None of my audience is gonna get that. Tweaky, yeah, come on. It's like, oh yeah. It's like you know. Dude, you all remember Tweaky and Doctor Theopolis? Come on. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, speaking of like old timey stuff. Uh, Butch Patrick's here. Butch Patrick from Munster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. And it's like, but I would have talked to him only because of uh, he was in Comic Book Men. Oh, was he? Yeah. And okay. You know, now we've talked to uh, a bunch of people from Comic He also Man. was the lead singer of the Dead Kennedys for a while there after Jelly Biafra left the band. That's not true, is it? Yeah, he <laughs> what? But yeah, he, 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 yeah, the Dead Kennedys took, okay, I mean, for those who are, you know, punk fans. But yeah. He well, was, well, what is Dead Kennedys? I guess you should tell us. It's a punk band. From, it's, a, it's, a, it's an American punk band. I, I'm not sure if they were the LA or New York or wherever exactly, but they're great. I mean, Jelly Biafra, I mean, their biggest song was uh, Holiday in Cambodia, but. Holiday in Cambodia, that sounds offensive. Oh, massive. I mean, the name Dead Kennedys refers to, like, the assassinated president. Well, I guess that's offensive, too, huh? So, come on. <laughs> good point, good point. Uh, I knew somebody got mad at me when they found it. Like, what? Dead Kennedys? <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's, it's a band. It's, I'm, I, I'm not in the band. I just like the music. Okay? But then why do you get Butch Patrick to be in your band? Because uh, they wanted, I don't know, it's name value, I think. But he wasn't a punk band. He actually was a punk musician. That's that's pretty interesting. We'll have to see if we can talk to him. No, no. Um, but all right. Oh no, no, cool. Let's go back on our journey. And we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Uncle Dad here. I'm here hanging out with Odin from Odin Makes. Does that sound correct? That is absolutely correct. Okay. Hello. And uh, you know, tell me a little about, or actually, don't tell me. Tell my audience so, about what you do because it's fascinating. Thank you. What I have is a YouTube channel, and what I do is I make instructional videos about how to make cosplay props. So everything is made from EVA foam. I try to keep it at a very like, novice, intermediate level. And um, I describe it as a cooking show, but for props. Cooking show for props. Yep. What a genius, that's a genius idea, actually. I think um, in the world, cosplaying is so prominent now. And it's so, oh, yeah. it's everywhere now, right? It, it is, it's amazing. Just in the past couple of years, all those, uh, a lot of the craft stores now have a cosplay section. Really? Yeah, when I started, I couldn't get foam easily, and now I can go in and get it anywhere. <laughs> and so you, all this stuff is pretty much anybody you can make it, you think? Um, effectively, yes. There, there is, there is a bit, there's a small bit of skill involved. There's a small bit of, it, it's not so much skill as desire to do it. If you've got the fire to do it, you can develop the skill. So, but so, otherwise, yeah, I try, to, I try to do it, so, yeah. So Mecha Godzilla here. Right. I <laughs> wouldn't say anybody can do that, but yeah. Okay, I was just, that's what I'm saying. Is that, is that easy to do? Because if so, I'm going to make one tomorrow. Fair enough. So for everyone who's listening at home, we're standing next to my seven-foot-tall, full Mecha Godzilla suit from 1974. It is built out of EVA foam, and all the joints are made from upholstery uh, vinyl. And it is it is a full suit that I can wear. Um, Do you wear it often? Yes, I wear it most cons at some point. I won't today because it's a single con, and at the same time I'd want to wear it, I'm going to be judging the costume contest. Do you ever wear it at home? Sometimes. <laughs> we'll just keep it at that, yeah? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, I like that, I like that. I mean, hey, I, I think that's that's the key to everything right there. Thank you. Um, so when it comes to um, creating your, like choosing a design to make, do you stick? Do you usually just stick with like, like I guess anime, video games, stuff like that, or do you like to go outside that box as well? Oh, I love to bounce around. Okay. Uh, my, my, my big focus, I love, you know, classic science fiction. I love science fiction and comic books. 
But my viewers uh, have a, such a wide variety of fandom, I enjoy taking requests. So I find out about new video games, I find out a lot more anime. I know a lot of old school anime, so yeah. I find out new anime stuff. And, uh, and I've done things directly out of comic books that are, haven't actually been done in the real world. Really? Mm -hmm. Like so, uh, the Cerebro from the new X-Men series. Really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Thank you. Uh, so when you, when you develop this stuff, do you kind of like create like a blueprint for everything or do you just kind of go at it? The right answer is yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Gotcha. It depends on the project. Some, some things I can look at and I go, oh, I'm going to do it like this. Uh, and, and others, I will find images and I will scale it up based on the size of the character or the actor is supposed to be. And sometimes I'll make blueprints. Oftentimes I'm making the blueprints as I go. Oh, that's, that's, and, and, and sometimes and, it probably was more efficient that way, right? I don't know if it's efficient, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't know what I'm doing, um, I find uh, I'm a very hands-on physical type, type of artist. And so once I'm working with it, I'll see what I can do and I can see what my answers are. I can visualize a lot of it. I can, I can work around a lot of problems mentally, but when I actually touch it, oh, I can do this. And I'll totally change the direction, but it'll still work. That's, that, that's man, this is so cool. I just, I admire people who can do stuff like this just because I know I can't do a remotely anything close to that. Um, so I, I guess my last question is, can you tell us like what the next big project is or not yet? Uh, next big project, well, I know a couple of projects I'm doing here immediately. A plan for this year, I want to make the Oxygen Destroyer from the classic uh, Godzilla. So that's how they actually eliminated him in the 58 movie. Wow. And, and then it's appeared as an Easter egg in almost all Godzilla movies since. Yeah. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to work on uh, the Pike Helmets. These are the fishy bad guys from the Book of Boba Fett. Okay. I've got a, a 501st member that wants to come make those with me. And I'm going to finally make Guts' Sword from Berserk. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, where can my audience find more on you? Uh, I, I'm pretty easy to find. My YouTube channel is called Odin Makes. So that's O-D-I-N, that's actually my name, and M-A-K-E-S, Makes. Uh, I also have Odin Makes on Instagram, Reddit, and I have a Facebook group. That's, that's awesome. And what, first off, awesome that your actual name is Odin. Thank you, yes. <laughs> I won the name lottery on that. Yeah, for sure you did. <laughs> well, thank you so much. for an absolute pleasure, okay? Thank you. It's thank been a lot of fun talking to you. All right, take care, okay, thanks. All right, Uncle Dad and Unknown Uncle back together here. Uh, so what you guys didn't see after that interview, I'm pretty sure my, my temporary co-host here I don't want to say what he had going down there, but I'm pretty sure he was overly That's excited. So fuck. <laughs> hey, if this is Mike, he would deal in the same way. I, would, I was enjoying uh, meeting Odin. It was cool. I mean, I've actually kind of met him before in the past, but it was the first time I really had a chance to talk to him. So I guess let's just kind of dive into it for that real quick. You know, you knew a lot about his work. Right. I'm a fan so, of him. I follow him. I've been following him on his, uh, it's not Instagram. Uh, actually, I do follow him on Instagram, but I've been following him on uh, YouTube. His Odin makes show on uh, YouTube for the past uh, year plus. And he comes so, out. So with, let's go by your favorite designs. Let's say three of your favorite designs. Well, um, I think I would say when he did he did a Miss Minutes deal from uh, the Loki show, um, and he created a Miss Minutes like little. Well, he built like I said, he was making a Miss Minutes figure from the Loki show, and he did uh, like a one made out of like uh, foam and such. And but then he did a functional clock that was cool, and that was. He put that up on eBay. And I was actually tempted to buy it, but it was a lot of money. And I got a wedding to pay for, so the hell not with that. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, I, I guess my favorite thing about watching his show is watching him go through the process, creative process. You really do watch that. You see him sit there and, like, it didn't work this way, but let me figure out a different way to make that thing work. And that's, that's the part I like about his show is that he makes it all... Um, 
something that anybody could do type thing. You it's, know, it's, it's easy to understand and take in. Yeah, I mean, because nothing he buys or uses his his um his uh, particular uh, supplies or nothing that is uh, uh you need to any specialty items. You can find them on either on Amazon or down in Hobby Lobby or something like that or any craft store. And so that's what I liked about him. That's why I was, and uh, he uh, makes a lot of effort in um, what he makes, you know, and what he does, you know. And it's a, you know, you can tell he has a passion for it. And I think that's what any, probably most of the fans of Uncle Dad, uh, they have passion for what they do. They're into whatever uh, music or movies totally. or, or comic books or whatever, figures and such. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, if you're listening to Uncle Dad, you have a passion for something. You're, you know, there's going to be a thing. I, I, I really games appreciate and all that. that. Yeah. And because that's so true. I think our audience, the, one of the key themes is passion. Right. For whatever you're into, right? So. Right. You're going to nerd out over your thing. And it was and, great seeing that passion come out of you. I wish I would have recorded it because it was very sweet. Yeah, it was fun. And I do that with, you know, uh, like I said, I relate to his what he does. It's cool. And he, he, he is, he's, he's sincere and genuine in what he does. And I think that's what, a, and when you're a fan of that sincerity, it's a, uh, uh, you know, it's, a, you, you're not going to be a fan of somebody who's a fake or a, you know, or a poser. You want to be a fan of someone who's uh, sincere and genuine and actually enjoys what they do, either for music or acting Absolutely. or comic books or video games or whatever. Uh, and he, I know I can pick that up that he's into that. That's the, his energy you know, feeds my energy. Absolutely. I, yeah. I saw it. I loved it. And I loved every second of it. Right. And so I'm glad you were here to experience that with me. Right. I enjoyed that. It was great to interview the guy. And uh, we'll uh, go on for other stuff. And yeah, looking forward to see what else this con might bring. Absolutely. Now, let's continue our journey and see what other fun stuff we can find in Stockton Con. We're actually standing next to some celebrities, but I'll be honest, it's, you can tell a lot of them aren't really trying to talk. <laughs> No, they just want you. To, they want your ten dollars for their ten dollars. You know who we did see, and I don't want to speak negatively about him, but we did see Edward Furlong. Yeah, um, he's aged. I'll just say that. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, it would be nice. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, his. I don't think his career has been where it has been in the past. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, he'll hey. always be remembered for T two. For T two, yeah. One of the greatest John sequels Connor, of all time. I mean, that's a great movie. Not just sequels, but just a great movie. I mean, I think. I think standalone, it's a great movie. It's I better mean, than the first one. Yeah, okay. yeah it's, way better than the first it's, one. It's a, it's a rarity to see a sequel oh, better. Dude. And only one director can do that. You know what that guy's name is? James Cameron. Sure. Aliens? <laughs> no, I don't. Aliens? No, no, no I can't. Can. Give me another director. Hold on. Now we got to give me another director that can do that. Can make a uh, sequel better. Um, Christopher Nolan. Oh, Dark yeah. Knight is better than Batman. But that record's only one movie, though. Well, well he doesn't. He hasn't made any. How many sequels has he made? Like, exactly. Zero. Exactly. He doesn't make sequels. You know, they need to make Inception two. Inception two. Exactly. Inception, Inception two, meets Interstellar. Reincepted. Reincepted. Incepticons. Reincepted. All right, we'll be back, everybody. <laughs> All right, Uncle Dad here with something pretty exciting. One of our other shows we just talked to, the Louisiana Ghostbusters. Now, this isn't the Ghostbusters, but it's about fandom, and I love when people are passionate about fandom. And that is the 501st Legion of Central California Garrison. Uh, I am with, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. My name is Mark. Oh, is that your name right there? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark uh, you are part of the, uh, the 501st. Uh, tell us a little about this whole, this whole awesome garrison. The 501st was actually started back in the early... Uh, mid to late 90s, I'm sorry. Um, it all started with just a couple guys wanting to dress as stormtroopers, so they did it and just grew and grew and grew. So now here we are, 501st Legion, all over the world, every state or 
country has its different garrisons, like you mentioned earlier. We're part of the Central California Garrison. There's 14,000 or more people part of this group. So they, we all just do it for to make people smile and uh, visit hospitals, make kids happy. That's, that's, I think, and that's what I love about these uh, organizations through fandom, is that it isn't about just, oh, let's dress in cosplay or whatever, right? It's about, let's give back to the community. Right. And I really, like when we were talking to the Ghostbusters, I was all about that, and I love that. Um, what are some of the charities you guys work with or organizations you guys work with? The big one we do is Make-A-Wish Foundation. Okay. We work with a lot of those. We, they call us up for uh, different, like the... Uh, when they grant the wish to the children, yeah. they will call us up for to have characters there to be part of it. So and I have not been part of one personally, but I've seen videos of it. It makes me tear up every time oh, I sure, see I'm it. Sure, yeah. It's it's so beautiful that you can just inspire a child like that, right? Yes. In some sort of way. Yes. So now, I'm assuming you have your own suit as well? I do. I have several suits. I have several a, suits? <laughs> okay. I'm working on a stormtrooper. Uh, I have a biker scout. I have a Tuscan Raider. And I'm a, they call it an Imperial tie. Reserve pilot. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a basic, like a imperial officer costume. What's your favorite suit? I would have to say my Tuscan Raider. I can get dressed by myself in it, and yeah, <laughs> all the other costumes I need For assistance. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I always see people like getting like their whole family to help you and stuff. So yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, so now, where can the audience learn more about the 501st Legion? The main page is called 501st.com. Okay. If they are interested in them, their own costume. What I would recommend is finding the detachment that they would belong to. Like, say, for instance, if they wanted to do a stormtrooper, they would go to a website called the First Imperial Stormtrooper Detachment, okay. and you could register there. All of the different groups or characters have their own detachments. So, but the main page is 501st.com. Okay. Do you guys have a page yourself? We do. It's called CentralCaliforniaGarrison.com. Very okay. long, but yes. Very long, but I'll remember it. I'll remember it forever now. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Have a good Take day. care, okay? All right, Mike, we are back together while you've been hanging out in your booth, having yeah. a grand old time. That's right. Uh, we have been talking to uh, some peoples, some peoples that you might care about, some peoples you might not. I don't know. Well, you'll have to tell me and we'll see. You'll have to listen to the episode and find out. Oh, is that how it is? <laughs> this time, yeah. But That's we cool. have a little special surprise for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Unknown uncle here has something to give you that he brought himself. Is it cereal? No, it's not cereal. But uh, I remember your epic battle with the, uh, the retro gaming nomad. That's and right. You don't, know, you don't know Bruce. And I remember how you, you defeated him. You trounced that dragon. And no but, matter how much Uncle Dad tried to make me lose. Right, exactly. So you, you slayed the dragon in that. And, uh, but you, need, you deserve a prize for that. I, I do. You're right. You Thank you. And I happen to have the prize for you. Thank you, Uncle. What is it? Oh... Is this, is this a cigarette? No, it's playing cards. Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza playing cards with the blood splat. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, unknown uncle. I appreciate that. You're welcome. That's very kind of you. Well, yeah. Clearly. Nakatomi Plaza, you know, die hard. Clearly. That's I can't wait to play with myself. <laughs> exactly. With these. Exactly. Solitaire. What, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right. Thank you. Solitaire indeed. Yeah. So, yeah, we wanted to stop in, and he wanted to, to do that for you. Well, you know, you find all kinds of fun things at comic conventions, obscure things, random things. And yeah. I've never knew that these even existed, Nakatomi Plaza uh, playing yeah. cards from Die Hard. And now, you know what else we have for you? Did you, 
Now I have food. For, no, I'm kidding. You found cereal? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't looked for that yet, but I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to get that ready for. So, Mike, how's, how has the con been for you so far? Yeah. Uh, fun? Uh, yeah, fun. I've been organizing patches and talking to fans. And, fans? And Mike has his own fans. Well, of course. <laughs> and, and attendees alike. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mellow crowd today. It's a mellow winter crowd. Mellow winter crowd. Also, I think yeah. COVID probably has something to do with it. COVID always does it these always days. Always does these days. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. COVID always is out to get. And the Niners. Yes, the great 49ers. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's... Otherwise, there'd be another 2,000 people here, but they're all watching the game somewhere. 2,000? That's a yeah. generous number. Yeah. You're totally right, I'm sure. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, Mike, we'll check back in with you again later while we go continue to scour the floor. And find what fun we can get into. I'll be here. And we're back here at Stockton Con, and I am sitting with the very talented and friend of mine, uh, Chris Marinin. Thanks, Chris. Mike. Nice Hello. to see you again. Nice to see you. Chris, is, uh, you've worked on, and fill in any blanks that I may leave out, you've worked on uh, Spider-Man, you've worked on Nova, Wonder right. Woman... Wildstar. Doctor the, Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Six what, issues. <laughs> oh, what's, uh, what issues? When were those? Yeah, it was uh, issue 25 through uh, 33. Oh, yeah. No, 29 through 33, I think. Yeah. Okay. It was right after Jackson Geis' run. So it was with Roy Thomas, writer. Yeah. And, uh, and me. Yeah. And I'll have to look for Mark that. Mark McKenna, inker. So, so you, we, I've seen you at Stockton. I've seen you at many shows. I've seen uh -huh. you at Stockton Con. Uh, how does this Stockton Con fare for you uh, so far? This one, it's been, it's been pretty decent. Yeah, I've, I've sold a fair amount of original art and uh, and some prints. So, uh, so I'm happy. It's, it's a smaller show usually. This in the winter show, so it's, it's a little more laid back, and uh, it's been fun for me. You know, I, well, that's good. I get okay. to hook up with my old buddies again. And, and uh, just just have a kind of nice relaxing time. Yeah, and uh, and speaking of uh, original art and art in general, I see that you've got a new kind of uh, cover here in your portfolios. Right. And this is a new book that you're working on. Yeah, it's a new book. It's uh, it's called Final Faction. Final and Faction. It's, it's being put out by Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Who we all know about. Yeah. So it goes Marvel, <laughs> DC, then Dollar Tree. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> image. right next. Soon, if everything goes well, uh, the issue comes out in uh, February next month. And if it does well, we'll, do, we'll continue doing more issues. It, maybe as many as two or three a year. Yeah. Maybe more. We'll see. So but it's, it's based on a toy line called Final Faction that Dollar Tree puts out. And it's been fairly successful. So uh, they have, they now have, they have videos of the characters if you go to their website. And uh, they now will have this comic coming out. It's the first issue. And uh, I had a good team uh, helping me out with it. The writer, colorist, and uh, letterer. What, now, first off, I think it's fascinating that Dollar Tree has their own superhero line. Right. That, I, I didn't know that. It's all, it, that's very interesting. And that they have now a comic you know, that you're, you're right. working on to go along with it. Like, is there a challenge when you're working with 
several people on one book like this as compared to just, you know, um, in, in, other, in other instances where you've done stuff for Marvel where you just turn in your stuff and they take care of the rest? Yeah, it is a little different because I was doing a lot of the traffic control, you know, uh, in, in getting the team together and, and making sure work was being turned in on time while I'm still doing my work, my part of the job too. And, and plus, you know, you're dealing with a company that has never done a comic before. Right. And, and they were great to work with. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, you know, there, there, was, still, there was still some learning stuff along the way where they were uh, kind of, we had to kind of tutor them in, in how, you know, how comics are done and, and you know, what the, uh, the process is and, and how many people sometimes need to be involved in doing it to get it done in a, a timely manner. You know? Because they, they needed it done by the end of August, and you know it was already a week into August when we started it. So you know, a little bit of pressure there. Oh yeah, deadline. The, deadline pressure yeah. is always yeah. always fun, right? And yeah, and when you're doing it all, you know, you're basically yeah, you're you're being the to some degree the, your own editor, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but I was I was fortunate on having a good team to work with of experienced people, you know, who were all pretty much in the comics kind of mode already. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, it, when again does that come out? February. Comes out in February. Sometime in February. I'm okay, sure so by the time this airs, it may be out at Dollar Tree. It could be. Yeah. It could very well be. Dollar Tree. Um, and are you going to be at uh, East Bay Comic Con? I plan to. Okay. Yeah. As far as I know, I'm going to be there. So I'm always there. So if we do get the book from Dollar Tree. Yeah. Get a we couple. can bring it to you and have you sign it. I should buy yeah, a few. You should buy about ten. Ten, I would say. I, I bet they're going to sell. I bet they're going to sell out so quick for they, a dollar. Are they? Yeah, it's a dollar. It's first issue, well, dollar twenty-five probably. Oh, the twenty-five. Going up. Yeah, inflation. Let, but uh, yeah, I mean, at that price, it's a first issue. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be lucky if it even gets out on the store. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So. We'll see how that goes. Okay, and yeah. let me ask you it's about. So let me ask you this, because this is where I first got to see your art when I was younger, and it was when you were doing the Spider-Man run, and and you came in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you came in after Eric Larson. Is that correct, or am uh, I way off? That's pretty close. Yeah, I think that I I don't know if I was right after Eric. There might have been some people in between me and him on the. This is on the. Uh, are you talking about Amazing Spider-Man or? Yes. The non-adjective Spider-Man. I think it was... No, he... Uh, Mark Bagley was already doing amazing when I came in. And I, at first, before that, I did a couple of web of Spider-Man comics. Uh, and then... That's right. Then I came in and did Amazing 359-360, which has the introduction of Carnage. Yeah. So that's kind of a landmark thing. And then uh, I, I did uh, issue 25 of Spider-Man uh, that followed... Eric, that's pretty much right behind Eric Larson's run, I think. He did you know, several issues of that. And then I did of the same Spider-Man comic, 29 through 31 also. Okay. And then uh, Web of Spider-Man Annual, number nine. And then another Spider, Web of, I think another Web of Spider-Man Annual after that. Okay. 13 or something. I'm going to tell you something funny. and. Because I didn't really know better at the time, and I was I was at WonderCon back.
back when it was in Oakland, I believe this is when it was, I was pretty new into coming to comic conventions. And I had a few uh, Spider-Mans that Eric Larson had drew. Uh -huh. And I had some of yours in there too. Oh, really? Because you have a similar, similar style. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. But yeah. to me, as a, well, as well, a young teenager, yeah. I just, I goofed and I tried to have him sign your comic and he <laughs> was very like, this is not me. <laughs> really? yeah. and, and then, and then I asked, like yeah, and then I asked him to draw Venom and he said no, because Venom sucks. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's what he said to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So anyways, you're, you're a much uh, more approachable. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I, I share a studio with Eric Larson for, for some years and, yeah. you know, I never would see that side of him there you know yeah. but, but i always hear stories like that yeah. do you have a day job because they'd show him his art they'd show him their artwork and, and he'd yeah. say you got a day job stick with that okay yeah <laughs> well it's lots of good advice real encouraging yes <laughs> you know but it, it actually did for some people it did encourage them they, they tried harder you know and they worked at it and then they also became successful so sure sure yeah so it is you know but uh, yeah it's funny he's a he's a very cool guy well, you are as well, Chris. I thank you for your time. I hey. hope the rest of the show is good for you and you sell some more original art. Thanks. I'm looking And you're also here doing commissions, I see. Yep. Got a few. And um, can people find your work online? Yes. They can what, find it online. Where, right. How do they find you? It's uh, a very good question. I, I have a, My website right now is just it's not an easy one to remember. It's like... It's not Chris Marinin. No, it's not. I, I, yeah, I have marininart.com, but right now that's not set up. And I have to rejigger that completely. I'll have to get back to you on that. It's okay. It's we'll put it. We'll put it in the notes. Yeah, there you go. People, it's, check uh, check yeah. the notes. Right. Right. Uh, you can also the description. Thank you, Uncle Dad. That, that's why we. That's why he's. That's why he's here. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Oh, you can you can go to Comic Arts comicartfans.com and see my gallery there. Okay, comicartfans. comicartfans.com. That's not one of them. That's not my website. I have a question. Yes. So, what is your favorite, like, hero to draw? My favorite character? Yeah, to draw. Like, do you get the most excitement out of drawing? You know, when you get down to it, it's Captain America. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why, why is he's that? Just, because he, he, he seems like he's, he's closer to, just, to a regular guy. He's one of us that anybody could achieve if they really worked at it, you know. And, and you, but you still have the feeling that he can push himself to do anything that, that needs to be done, you know. So it just, I just love reading those old comics where he, yeah. he could persevere through any, any situation. And, and come out on top. Like a true American hero. <laughs> that's right. Good. <laughs> true Good. American hero. So that's all I thought. That must be is it. it. Isn't that G.I. Joe's slogan? Oh, no, that's <laughs> a real, real American hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like you, Uncle Dave. <laughs> all right, Chris. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us here yeah, at thanks Stockton Thanks for coming Con. by, man. Yes. Yeah. My pleasure. All right, everybody. As all good things do, it must come to an end. Right? Did I say that right? I think so. Close enough? Like close enough for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we are at the end of Stockton Con. You know, honestly, Stockton Con is always a good, a fun time, I would always say. Um, I think due to the COVID situation, due to the big, you know, football game today, 
I definitely think it affected this con because it's really light. I mean, you still got about almost an hour left and there's nobody really here. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of bounty hunters walking by the booth right now. You gotta watch it, they're gonna get you. That's about it, <laughs> yeah. you right. They didn't, um, they, they didn't want to get us. There was a surge, and I think, uh, I think everyone now is um, not here. Watching the game, probably. Well, either that or they're at church. Well, you know what? You actually might be right because Stockton is a strong church community too. See, so <laughs> it's a strong crime and strong church. So you do all the. Then you ask for your sins. All the sins, <laughs> and you ask for forgiveness. Yeah, there you oh. go. Smart man, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the overall experience today for you. I'm just curious. Like, I mean, did you do well? Um, well I, enough. I did all right. Yeah, I think uh, you know, with uh, with the crowd that was here. I think I did okay. Um, Stockton Con always takes good care of me. My uh, good friends at Stockton Con, thank you. Yeah, they um, took care of us too. So and they took care of you. Yeah, everyone's taken care of. Everyone's taken care of. It's all we got to as a community. Got to come together, right? I got to uh, briefly meet Nate Diaz. Yes, tell us about that. Well, uh, did you shake his hand? I, I shook his hand, and then I got a fist bump. Was it, was well, it, did well, it feel like it was going to beat you up? No, he was very, he was, he was, he looked mad, but <laughs> you know, um, we'll post a picture of it and <laughs> okay. you, you, it's a picture of two men who, you know, me and him, cause I, I, uh, I gave, gave him a Stockton hat cause obviously he's the Stockton King. He's the Stockton man, right? Sure. Is he? No comment. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know. No, I'm joking. I'm I mean, joking. obviously, there might be something going on here. No, in all, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, I would probably say he's one of the big people. It's like, but I, honestly, for me, I'd probably say it's Michael Tubbs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, <laughs> when there's a, the picture of us is uh, there's, the, there's zero emotion on either one of our faces. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You're usually pretty good at that. Just like two men that... Uh, <laughs> All right, we're taking a picture together. <laughs> that's and it. That's it. There's nothing here. Let me ask you this: Did you? Uh, would you fight him? Would I fight him? <laughs> yes. I don't think that would be much of a fight. <laughs> oh, for him? To, yeah, for sure, because you got him. <laughs> that's not what I. I'm not going to go on record saying that. No. <laughs> Nate Diaz ever listens to this? <laughs> he looked like he could just. I mean, he's pure. He's pure strength. Yeah, he could just fling his arm, and I'd be knocked down. Um. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's really exciting that you got to meet him. I mean, I, I've seen him in, like, passing, yeah. but not in the way that you have. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, it was cool. Um, he signed a Stockton hat for me, and his handler told me that I could sell that on eBay for $200. Whoa. So we'll see. You should. Well, I might <laughs> keep it for a little while. Or we could put it in the one-day uh, office. In the office. Yeah. In the one That's day right. office, yeah. yeah. The one day office. We <laughs> have it, we have one. we have it for one day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, any other highlights for you? Yeah, I also got to meet the uh, Dunkson. Tell me about that. Dunkson. I thought his name was Slamson. Well, that's the Kings. Oh. This is the Stockton. That's the Sacramento Kings. This gotcha. is the Stockton Kings. Yeah, that's Dunkson. Slamson's the big one, and Dunkson is for the Stockton Kings. And that's his child. He's like Slamson's little baby. Is it his son? It's probably his son. <laughs> Second cousin. Yeah. They're twice removed. It's his cub. <laughs> it's his cub. How was that? That was, uh, he, he was actually more excited to take a picture with me than Nate Diaz, which, you know, I don't, you know, 
That's fine. <laughs> and I actually think I could beat up Dunkson. <laughs> Not that I ever would, but <laughs> now, if it came down to it. Now, do you mean beat up Dunkson, the character, or Dunkson, the guy in the suit? <laughs> Whoever's in that suit, oh. I, I could beat them up. Okay, well, hold on, listen to this. Maybe. I don't, yeah, I, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> yeah, he's joking. I don't want to beat up anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even like fight. I never even. Anyways, <laughs> what's uh, what's happening? This is this how you you can tell that this event has been very interesting for us because we're just like. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just do. You well, just look, do. This polka dot man. Yeah, polka dot man. Yeah, he's walking away. <laughs> yeah, he. He didn't want to talk. No. <laughs> but to wrap it up, um, definitely a different experience from our previous episode of Fan Expo. Yeah. And uh, not necessarily in a bad way, just different. I think uh, timing is everything, as you, as you know. And I think timing was against it today, personally. Yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, Fan Expo New Orleans was a lot busier of a, of a show. And I think when, when it's busy and things are going, people are more inclined to talk. And when it's slow and you're in Stockton, not New Orleans, your morale might be a little lower. <laughs> Nothing against Stockton, but, you know, it's, let's be honest, it's not New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. So, yeah, maybe that's why we, you know, try to talk to more people here you know, and got the uh, cold uh, shoulder. Ananoga here was getting, getting on me because I kept saying NOLA. Yeah, NOLA. <laughs> Does he know what that means? He does now, and he was like, just say New Orleans. New, well, it's New Orleans. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Nolens. Nol thank you. Thank See, you. we're at Stockton and we're talking more about New Orleans than we are Stockton. <laughs> What's funny is that's how it's been today. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, well, anyways, without further ado, uh, Mike, thanks for uh, for just being here. Thank you. Uh, it's been fun. We'll have a have another fun episode next week. Uh, I don't know. Can we announce any dates of our next shows? Can we announce? Uh, yeah, the, the next show uh, we talked about it with Chris Marin and it's uh, East Bay Comic Con in Concord. California. And we will both be there. And uh, what's that? We will both be there. I'll be there. Will, will you be there? Am I still invited to come? I, I have to check with them. They may have put you on the do not invite list. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> they heard about your remarks about Stockton. Yeah, my remarks. <laughs> Yours. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, yeah, we will be at, uh, we will be at the February 6th convention. Uh, I'm going to have some new stuff for us to hand out, by the way. So Okay, great. That'll, that'll be fun. It's, it's about time. <laughs> it's about time indeed. You're right. Without further ado, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And remember each other. Peace, love, all that good stuff like that. And I'm not your uncle. I'm not your dad. Just someone to talk to you. Mike. Bye. Bye.